when my family lived in southern Minnesota. Each year we would go to Mankato to see the Kiwanis holiday lights in Sibley Park. Thousands and thousands of Christmas lights transform this park into a winter wonderland, lighting up the darkness of the winter night. I've always loved seeing Christmas lights shining in the dark on a winter's night. It reminds me of John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is the only Son, himself God, who is close to the Father's heart who has made him known. We celebrate on this day the birth of Christ, the day when the word of God became flesh and entered the world in the form of an innocent baby, dependent on that which God created. Our God willingly became the creation that he created in order to know us and to save us. Our God walks with us in the darkness, in the light, in the fog, and in the shadows. Even the flame of a small candle brings light to the darkest places and spaces. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Have you ever looked at the shadow of a burning candle? The candle's there. The wick is there. But the shadow of the flame is missing. There is no darkness in the flame, just as there is no darkness in God. We light candles to represent God, because that flame burns brightly without shadows, without darkness. As we look back at the last five or so years, much has changed. We have changed. For some, there's a sadness surrounding the holiday season, because there's an empty chair at the table or because life has not turned out the way you planned or expected. For those who are entering into this holy time, bent or broken in some way, know that our God came into this world so that you would not be alone. God came into this world to conquer darkness, brokenness, and sorrow. 
God came into this world in the form of an infant, a baby completely dependent on his parents, so he could learn and grow and understand all there is to being human. John writes in the Gospel, From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So what does all of this mean? How is the message of Christmas, of Jesus coming into the world, relevant today? What does it do for us? Why do we decorate our homes, bake cookies and other goodies, gather with our families and other loved ones, send out Christmas cards and exchange gifts? Why do we do all of this? It brings us hope. It brings us something to look forward to. Something that does bring joy into our hearts and into our lives. The Savior of the world came into this world, came to this earth through such humble means, and he brought goodness and light, promise and hope to people who had been waiting hundreds of years, to people who were downtrodden, people who needed to hear this message that the angels proclaimed. We too need to hear the message proclaimed to us. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. The Word became flesh and lived among us. The Savior has been born. As the prophet Isaiah tells us, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Our God is a God who loves his creation so much that he became like us. He walked on this earth and he died for us. The Messiah did not come in a way that was expected. How should the King of Kings have been born? Well, when we think about the births of royalty today, we think of them being born surrounded by a team of specialists in a state-of-the-art hospital, being paraded before the media afterwards. Jesus was born in a stable, surrounded by animals, wrapped in bands of cloth, and laid in a manger. Mary didn't have doctors and nurses caring for her post-birth, or a hot meal she could order straight to her room, or a stylist on call to make sure that she was picture-perfect. They weren't showered with gifts like outfits or bottles. There was no social media announcement. However, Jesus was welcomed by the shepherds. The angels announced his birth from the heavens. The star led the magi to the place where Jesus was, and he was brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, speaking to his kingship, his priesthood, and his death. Hospitality was shown by foreigners, by shepherds who lived on the fringes of society. An unexpected savior entering an unprepared world, but welcomed in a perfectly imperfect way. I don't know where you are this Christmas. If you are filled with joy and wonder, if peace is surrounding you, or if this year is a struggle. Regardless of where you are, how you're feeling, hear this message. You have been brought good news of great joy. 
the Savior of the world has been born for you. This Savior has come to bring light, a light that shines in the darkness that darkness cannot and will not overcome. This Savior is the light to all the nations who brings grace and truth. No matter what dark place that you may find yourself on this day, no matter how imperfect your own celebration may be, trust in the light of Christ to break the darkness and to make the imperfect perfect. Trust that Jesus, the Word of God made flesh, has sent the Holy Spirit to walk with you through whatever challenge you are facing in this life, be it big or small. May your days be merry and bright. And may you be surrounded by the love, light, peace, and joy that comes from God. Amen. Over the next few days, I encourage you to go deeper into the Christmas message with these two reflection questions. The first, when walking in darkness, metaphorically, what brings light to you? And the second, how does the Christmas story bring you hope?